And it is time for Mile High Magazine, at least the edition with Murphy Houston. Glad to have you on board. And we've got a good friend of ours joining us, Jim Fricke, who's the executive director of the Colorado Garden Foundation. Jim, every time I talk to you, it's always a good laugh or two, and it's always fun because I know it's going to be flower time, right? It uh, It is. It's uh, almost springtime in the convention center in February, yeah. so which it's going to be. And it's been so cold, I think we're all going to be happy to see Oh, it. are you kidding me? This winter is bizarre. Snows all the time, and it's cold all the time. Just... Yeah, but that whole that 300 days of sunshine so far hasn't started out that for January, that's for sure. Well, I'm from Wisconsin, and it gives me nasty flashbacks. So I just got <laughs> that's, that's what this is what winter's like all the time back there. So you don't expect that. But before we get talking about the upcoming uh, garden, the Colorado Garden Home Show, I want to talk about the Colorado Garden Foundation. You guys have been around a long time. A lot of people don't know about you, and you've been there a long time. So talk about it. Tell them what it's all about and how you started and what's going on. So Colorado Garden Foundation uh, was formed in 1958, uh, the same year as the Botanic Gardens, Denver Botanic Gardens, by a group of people who wanted to raise money to help the Botanic Gardens. And so they started a show called the Colorado Garden Show um, in 1959, and that show uh, was held on a tent on DU's campus. And it eventually moved to Kurrigan Hall, which doesn't exist anymore. That's right. where half of the convention center now sits. And um, and so for the first ten year, nine years, it was a literally a flower show, a garden show. And they couldn't make any money, and so they added home products, which is what's interesting about most people call it the home and garden show. We are the only show in the United States called a garden and home show, and that's because we started with just gardens and then added home products. So, and the and the the giving, if you will, the the funds made off of the show has expanded beyond the botanic gardens. Now, the Denver Botanic Gardens has received. More funds. Well, that, uh, they and CSU have received more funds than anyone else over our, uh, what would it be, 65 years, 64 years. And so in today's world, the show exists, and our Colorado Fall Home Show also, as fundraisers, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a weird way to look at yeah, it. Yeah, it is. 500 exhibitors and everything else. But then we award about $750,000 a year in horticulture scholarships and grants here in Colorado. And so 200000 of that is scholarships. We have four kids up at CSU that are literally on four-year full-ride scholarships where we pay for everything, room, board, tuition, books, wow. and fees. We have another 14 scholarships that are smaller um, but still you know, very important scholarships, at, whether it's Front Range Community College, uh, Northeastern Junior College. Uh, we have undergraduate and graduate scholarships. But they're basically for people to study horticulture, agriculture on the plant side. Um, in Colorado to further, you know, who they are and what they want to do with their life. The other 550000 that we give away, minimum, is in grants. And oh. so we do, oh, geez, we do greenhouses at schools. We do a lot of community gardens. We do a lot with Denver Urban Gardens. We do a lot with the park people, of course, Denver Botanic Gardens, uh, all around the state of Colorado. And so we do things at Craig Hospital, um, you know, here in Englewood, but also we do stuff in Rangeley, Colorado, and Craig, Colorado, and Grand Junction, and Durango. And so, the really cool thing about what we do is we do we it's a it's an amazing show. People can find what they need for their home, but all the money that we make on the show and our investments just goes right back to the state of Colorado in the form of these scholarships and grants. 
That's a great thing you're doing. And all of these things are in Colorado. You don't have kids outside the state applying for scholarships or grants, do you, or schools or whatever? Nope, it's all it's all in-state kids, um, and, and they're all going to in-state uh, public colleges. So we have we actually have two scholarships at uh, University of Colorado, um, up at CU, and then we have um, you know, really all we Community College Foundation of Colorado. We do scholarships with them. So it really is all around the state. It's really it's a it's a great program, and and really helps people get through college that otherwise probably wouldn't be able to go. Absolutely, for sure. And how do they apply? What do they do to get a grant or to get a scholarship? What do they need to be doing? To go to a website or something? Yeah, the best thing to do is to go to um, our website, www. It's long, but www.coloradogardenfoundation.org. So it's coloradogardenfoundation.org. And at the top, you'll see where it has grants and scholarships, and it has the information um, for both scholarship deadline. Every year is March 15th, just to, you know, if someone is interested in the scholarship side, they probably want to go out right away. And then the grant stuff, the initial letter is due by August 30th. Well, that gives them a little time, too. But, yeah, the scholarship, well, it's that time of year. These seniors are it is. They're down the home stretch now. No matter where they're thinking of college, this is the time they got to be doing it. So you're right in line with everybody else. Yeah, you know, and, and what's really cool, Murphy, is on Friday during the show, which we'll talk about the show in, in a second, but Friday during the show, February 10th, is our grant event. And we're going to hand out, I think there's 68 organizations getting checks from us totaling, I believe it's $584,000. Wow. And so we're literally reaching out all across the state of Colorado with these grants. And uh, really some amazing things happen because of them. And uh, a lot of people, I like to think also a lot of people are fed because of our grants because we've done a lot with um food banks and things like that, where um, we're, we're able to help feed Colorado. That's amazing. Talk about the food bank thing. I don't think you ever told me that before. What do you do with the so, food bank? Uh, as an example, during COVID, when everything was shut down, right? Um, my board, it wasn't even a request from Food Bank of the Rockies. We just, uh, we just gave Food Bank of the Rockies $50,000 to help feed Coloradoans. Uh, but there's also smaller food banks around the state that we've helped. We've, well, Karen Share in Colorado Springs isn't small, but we've done a bunch of different things with them down in the springs. They're really the food bank for southern Colorado. But there's a group in Alamosa that's really amazing called La Puenta. That's uh-huh. a food bank down there that we've probably given them, I don't know, 10 to 15 grants. And they literally use the funds to grow vegetables for their food bank. And that's the one thing that most food banks don't have is vegetables. And so they have a really cool setup at the at the elementary school down in uh, Alamosa where they have hoop houses and all kinds of amazing things where they're growing all these vegetables and then just giving them away at their food bank. We've done stuff um, out in Grand Junction. We've we've awarded grants up in literally up in Steamboat um, that had there's an organization Steamboat that has a greenhouse that uh, they're again growing vegetables for their food banks. So it really is. It's always existed, but I, I, I really think there's a huge focus in the last few years, and I think, unfortunately, COVID brought it on. Sure, um, sure. COVID brought a lot of things. Yes, on, it did. But, uh, unfortunately, COVID brought it on, but it's opened our eyes that it's something that we're really looking at and trying to help and uh, doing our part. Yes, you is, are. Which is why we. That's just why we exist, other than to also produce the Garden and Home Show on the Fall Home well, Show. Well, congratulations on that. Job well done, Thank Jim. You. Jim Fricky is the Executive Director of the Colorado Garden Foundation. Let's get to it. 64th Colorado Garden and Home Show coming up. Give us dates and what's happening. 
Uh, the show is open uh, February 4th to the 12th, uh, so a week from Saturday um, we open. Well, depending on when this airs, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we open February 4th. It's a nine-day show. Uh, it's uh, $12 for adults, $10 for seniors. Monday through Friday is actually two-for-one tickets for either, uh, which is great. Uh, it's open from 10 to 6 on Saturdays, 10 to 5 on Sundays, and noon to 6 during the week. Uh, for those that, like, that don't like to look for parking downtown, we actually uh, rent a parking lot at the Bronco Stadium oh. and have a free shuttle. It's $5 or $10 to park, cash please if you have it, $10 to park, and then you ride a free shuttle, and there's shuttles that run about every 15, 20 minutes. So um, it makes it really easy. And, and, you know, and then if people don't know, there's actually a light rail stop at the convention center too. So um, the, the show is everything for your home, windows, siding, gutters, roofing, um, concrete. From the time you pull onto your driveway, front and backyard, outside and inside, there's all more than 500 companies that um, are, are providing products and services for homeowners but in addition to that, there's eight gardens that have about 8,000 flowers in bloom. We started growing the uh, perennials actually in a greenhouse in uh, July, August time frame because we have to fool them. Oh, you know, we can't go to sure. a greenhouse right now. And no, buy I was going to ask, where are you getting those flowers, buddy? <laughs> and, so, and so we work for Bluma Farms, which is up in, we work with Bluma Farms. They're up in Arvada. They grow them for us. And, uh, and then... Um, you know, for those that are worried about we have all these flowers and what happens, well, actually when the show ends, and this is another little-known fact, when the show ends, a Boy Scout troop and a football team box up these flowers and we'll deliver about 6,000 flowers to 20-plus nursing homes in the state oh, of Colorado on Monday morning after I didn't, the show. I didn't know that. Yeah. it's And, again, I think as an organization, as a nonprofit for us, you know, it's it's well. I can tell you, and honestly, it's it's a lot cheaper to throw them away than to do what we do. But but from our perspective, it's just another way we're serving the community. I mean, we're we're busy moving the show out, and so it's uh, pretty wild down at the convention center on that Monday after the show closes. Uh, but you know, from what I hear from the Rotarians, that when they walk in with these oh. boxes of flowers, they they get a lot of tears and a lot of smiles from oh, the residents, and so yes. it really feels good that we're able to do that. Making a lot of seniors happy. That's for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Good job there, Jim. So you guys are all over the place. What a good job. And for those that don't know about the Colorado Garden Foundation, you ever think about donating money, they can do that, can't they, to help you guys? Uh, they do. I mean, they can. Yeah. We, we don't really seek donations. Uh, we try to uh, fund ourselves through our two events, um, but we have received donations in the past. Um, uh, I do tell people, you know, you're welcome to donate to us, needless to say. Uh, but at the same time, have you, you know, look in your local community. Um, uh, reach out to CSU, uh, Colorado State University Extension. There's one in every single county. People can reach out to them and see what projects are going on and potentially get involved with that. Um, and uh, and it sounds kind of crazy. I'm like, oh, don't send us money. But yeah, it I mean, does. Yes, we will take it and, and know that we will use it to give, and it will be given away 100%. But, uh, you know, and if you're comfortable doing that, do that. And if not, you know, I'd recommend you know, seeking out some of these green industry organizations that can uh, that are that are also helping the community. Good job. And again, we should mention, I'll bet 100% of the proceeds of every ticket sold now coming up for the Colorado Garden and Home Show go right to these grants and scholarships. Yes, 100%. All of it. Every, all of it. every single dollar we take in for admissions uh, goes right back to the right back to the state of Colorado. 
it's such a with this weather we just talked about that with this crazy winter we're having in Colorado to go down there just to sit around the garden and smell the flowers it's a great thing it's fun to take the whole family to that you know it's it's absolutely beautiful yes <laughs> February 4th it will be spring inside the convention center uh, for those that are interested on Wednesday during the show so that'd be Wednesday February 8th we actually change out about a thousand of the flowers uh, because we want the second weekend to be as beautiful as the first weekend. Oh yeah! And our Vada Rotary Club actually sells those. A lot of most of them are perennials. They sell those for two dollars a piece. So if people want to come down, right outside the show entrance on Wednesday, February eighth, they're selling them for two dollars a plant. If people are interested in coming down and seeing that, we'd love you to buy a ticket and come see the show while you're here anyway. Sure. But, uh, sure. Um, we do do that and gives people an opportunity to uh, potentially buy some beautiful bulbs. And all I can tell people, based on what's happened to me year in and year out when I go down there, you leave wanting more money and more projects in your home. What can I tell you? It's so true. <laughs> it is. I'm there for nine days. I totally understand that. <laughs> Actually, I'm there for 16 days, but I'm there for the nine show days, too. But, yeah. And, and, um, and yes. I don't want to cause trouble. And if you d- gentlemen don't want to get into that, don't take your wives. Go by yourself. You'll be okay. <laughs> it's true. But man, you get some great stuff down there. How mm-hmm. many? How many exhibitors? There's about 500 companies, and and what I tell people, and and one of the reasons to the main reason, in my opinion, to go to a show like this, is if you're looking at doing something, and let's just let's say a kitchen. There's you know several, more than several companies that remodel kitchens down there, and the beauty of it is, is you can walk and talk to all of them in one building. Yes, you can. You, and, and, and look at their photo books. Some of them actually set up kitchens in their booth. But, you know, any kind of project that you have, you can meet different contractors that do that because it's such a personal decision when we invest in our house. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. we, you know, you, you want to find someone that you really want to work with. And a show is the best way to do it. It's better than driving around town. Absolutely. showrooms when you can just go down to the convention center and it's one big giant show. Yeah. On our website, the coloradogardenfoundation.org, you can actually plan your trip. You can search the exhibitor list by product category. Um, also on site, we have a show program that we pass out that also has the companies by product category and by alphabetical order. So if people want to kind of take a look and, I mean, let's again, let's just say you're looking for roofing. Um, if you go out to the website, you can see how many roofing companies are there and, and you know, really plan your visit. It's, it's a large area. Oh, it is. Oh. You know, I mean, it's a big show. But, you know, if you want to just walk all the aisles, that's what a lot of people do. Um, if you're short on time, you can plan a visit. And, yes, you can. Uh, okay. And just go bing, 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 and, and see the five, six, seven companies you want to see. And uh, get the business cards and set up appointments. These companies, the other thing I'll say is 500 companies from the local area, for the most part, are going to be getting a lot of leads down at the Colorado Garden and Home Show. So if you want something done, I would also encourage you to get down there and be Early. one of those leads. Early. Because uh, yeah. You know, it's not like you can redo, remodel a kitchen and meet them today and they're out of your house tomorrow. No. You know, there's a lot of planning involved and ordering products, materials. So All it's right. something to really consider when thinking about going to a show. Colorado Garden and Home Show, February 4th through the 12th at the Colorado Convention Center. Jim Fricky, thank you, buddy. It's always fun to talk to you and looking forward to seeing you down there. I'll see you wandering around like you, you got nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm aimlessly just wandering. So, Murphy, thanks. Thanks again. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate the support. Yeah, anytime. And you guys hang out. More coming up on Mile High Magazine.